And welcome to the Good Girl Podcast. <laughs> Why do you do it like that every time? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's the stupid piano? That's, that's when the music plays. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, sorry guys. Sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm having a laughing attack. That's when the intro music plays. <laughs> I've never listened. I've never listened to to your podcast. You never listened to my podcast. Oh, I don't like you. Nope. Here on the podcast today, we have my brother, my younger brother, Josh Rich, at Josh D. Rich. (laughs) So a couple days ago, I asked you guys to submit some topics that you would like for us to discuss. I said that I would choose the first three that were submitted, and those three were one, the LGBTQ community mm. and how how they um, align with Christian beliefs or how we should uh, treat them. Um, yeah. Second topic was toxic relationships. Mm. Third topic was daddy issues. Mm. Really good topics. Thank you so much for submitting those topics. Um I think it's really important for us to even think about what's important in relationships. What do you think, Josh? (laughs) I think I said that on our first take. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And y'all can't see it, but Tori makes these little shoulder dances when she says certain words. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, you little turd. Uh, You little bitty. No, I I was saying earlier how it's sort of like a check in with ourselves of thinking, where is my mind at? Like what, when you ask yourself the question, what am I focusing on? What am I looking for? Uh, I think we kind of get some answers we probably wouldn't have expected. We're so used to asking other people and we, and we love to be a part of other people's relationships and the drama that they're experiencing. And, you know, but we're not often actually checking ourselves and where our head's at and where our heart is at. Um, so yeah, I think it's a good question to ourself of, you know, what do I need? What do I, what am I investing my, uh, my time into when it comes to learning more about myself, what I need, what I need to work on. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. It's important for us to check ourselves, check our hearts, check our souls, check our minds, where are our thoughts at? What are we putting in the forefront of our lives? So thank you for submitting those submitting those topics. Submit more. I want to know what's bothering you. I want to know what you're dealing with. Some of you have been DMing us, and I am so thankful um, for your honesty, the things that you're going through right now. You're not alone. I'm going to say that again. You are not alone. 
and the enemy, Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call him, he wants to make it feel like we're the only ones dealing with that. Like, oh my goodness, you're a Christian. No other Christian female has those thoughts. You're dirty, you're nasty, you're filthy. Or, oh my goodness, you're so insecure. You're the only girl that men treat this way. Um, that Those are lies. Those are lies. And he'll do the, the opposite if, if you're doing good. So let's just say you're doing amazing. You're keeping your thoughts pure. You're keeping yourself clean yeah good stuff so i just realized something about this um if we want to keep it uh we have to hop on a different browser because it says that you can only go up to five minutes of recording straight to the thing so if you want to continue this podcast hop on for part two that's right after this peace out part tizzle (laughs) (laughs) part two we got cut off after five minutes but we fixed it so we fixed it so i was talking about all the things the enemy will tell you when you're doing things you shouldn't do like you're the only one um so I, i just finished saying that but he'll also do the opposite when you're being good like when you're doing all the things that you should be doing he will tell you that you're missing out that you're drying up like an, an old maid, um, that you're never going to find anyone, you're going to be lonely for the rest of your life, um, you're not experiencing things. It's natural. You're supposed to, you know, have sex or you're supposed to look at things. or um, And then once you actually do it, then he'll condemn you to death. So no matter which way you're going, you know, which path you're going down, the bad one, the good one, The enemy will still mess with your mind and he will still manipulate you and condemn you and fill you with shame and guilt. And um, then he'll make you feel like you're missing out. So the enemy is the king of lies. He is the greatest deceptor and um, he is deception. He is the definition (laughs) of deception. So shut him up. And um, fill your mind, your heart with the word of God, with what God has to say about all of these things. He says we're forgiven. He says that we are not condemned, but that we are filled with grace and mercy and love. And um, yeah, so wherever you're at um, in this life, you're doing amazing and you're being good. Hey, I'm proud of you. And if you're not doing so good, I'm proud of you for simply listening. And uh, being open and not letting the enemy completely crush you. (laughs) So we're going to talk about these topics that you submitted. We'll start with the LGBTQ community and Christian beliefs. And I believe that, Josh, what was submitted to us was how do we navigate hanging around someone that is a part of the LGBTQ if we're a Christian um, how do we approach them if we have different beliefs or uh, just really how do we hang out with them, I guess, is what they were asking. Yeah, I mean, I think with anybody, no matter who you are, uh, the Bible is clear. It says, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, to treat everyone as your neighbor, treat everyone as your your family, take care of people. Um, it, it doesn't go into specificity of of treat this person like that treat that person like that no the the bible says to treat your brother as you would your own self yeah yeah and and you can't 
we shouldn't, and I'm trying to be careful of how I word this, because we live in a time where everyone's offended about something all the time. Um, but like we, we can't help other people's own insecurities and we can't really bend to their own thought of their own self. And I feel like that happens more often than someone actually getting mistreated or not treated the right way. Uh, you know, a lot of the time we're just bumping into people's own insecurity. And I'm not really talking about the LGBTQ uh, <laughs> There's a lot of the, uh, <laughs> letters in there. Um, I'm not really, you know, specifying that when I'm talking about what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about people in general. You're, you're saying you see more of uh, people bending. Well, not that I see it. I, I'm just kind of. To other people's beliefs than you do see mistreating. Well, I mean, I think something right now that's obviously a part of our culture is the the idea of equality. But I think it's the opposite of equality when we try to try to treat someone differently, even if it's a better difference, rather than just treating everyone well. Yeah, I get what you're saying. First off, quit being so offended by every little thing. People can have their own thoughts. They can have their own opinions. Um, we live in a culture where everyone is offended by everything. Oh, it's so annoying. Um, <laughs> politics, religion. Um, you know, we could name a million things that people could get offended about. They get offended by the word white. They get offended by the word Muslim. They get offended by the word Jesus. Uh, there's all kinds of things we could get offended about. Um but really, we should we should grow up. We should get thicker skin, and we should show respect and honor and kindness to people that have different opinions than us. That's what Jesus would do. Jesus was blunt. He was bold, um, and he spoke truth always. But he always spoke truth with love. Um, it's clear in the Bible that homosexuality is not of God. It's also clear in the Bible that God loves everyone, no matter what. The love of God extends beyond what we can even imagine. Something that I don't like that we do to the LGBTQ community as Christians is treat them differently because God doesn't treat them differently. Uh, we act like what uh, what they deal with or um, their choices. We act like those choices are different um, and and they're not different. We, we never talk about someone that consumes too much food. The Bible calls that gluttony. We don't talk about people that are overweight. The Bible talks about that as well. It, it talks about our health. It talks about our body and how we treat our body. It says our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. We don't talk about hardly really anything um, other than the the sins or the things that... That man has deemed worst. Yeah, like that's the worst. That's the worst thing you could become. That's the worst thing you could do. Jesus came to earth as a man to conquer everything. Everything that we have ever dealt with. You may be listening to this and you may have gotten offended already. Uh, me saying that the Bible does not approve 
of homosexuality. Maybe you're offended by that. Um, and I, I'm really sorry that you're offended by that. But I, I want to just tell you that God understands and he is not in disapproval of you. He has known you before you were in your mother's womb. He created you. He knows the things I'm going to deal with. Before I even lied, he knew I was going to lie. Before I even made my mistake with that guy, he knew I was going to make that mistake. He loved me anyway. Like, like God does not see our faults or the things that we deal with the way that we see them. He covers them with his grace. He covers them with his mercy and his love. And um, you're no different than anybody else if you're dealing with homosexual tendencies or even if you're living a full blown out homosexual life. Uh, God loves you right where you are at. You are loved and we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. And um, you are a son. You are a daughter of God. And we can go into more detail about that subject in future podcasts. Um, but also, uh, that, that subject there is a very controversial subject that can't really be talked about a whole lot um, unless it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation. I feel like I've gone actually probably too far. Um, but that that's a conversation that needs to be had one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, I mean, it's something that's extremely complex. And it's deep. We're talking about love. And there is nothing more powerful than what love really is. Um, but to kind of wrap up, you know, at least this, this part that we're talking about, it is not that God, for one, hates you. He absolutely doesn't. But it's that he loves the sanctity of what he created and That's what good. he intended it to be love yeah he he loves the relationship um between man and woman that can produce life that uh was what was intended and created to be the representation of family and unity um but it's but it's so important just to say God loves you and he has mercy on all of us through, all, through every bit of our, every single thought and insecurity of figuring ourself out. I think that's where a lot of people um, that are kind of walking out that journey, we will call it, um, a, a lot of the time, I think that's where their mind is at, of just kind of discovering themselves. They're still figuring it out. Uh, I, I'm born a boy, but I but I'm attracted to boys or I, I was born a boy, but I think I was supposed to be a girl. And, and they're, they're kind of in this just loop of, I'm not really sure what these feelings are and, and how I'm supposed to fit in. Am I supposed to fit in at all? And, you know, it's just so and, many and questions. And a lot of confusion it. and God, God is not a God of confusion. So anywhere we find confusion in our lives, it's... Yeah, more. I think more clearly put, confusion is not of God. No, God is clear. He, he is... Yeah, if you're confused about anything to the point of torment, 
anxiety, depression. It is not of God. It is of the enemy. And God has peace for your mind. Um, He has identity for you. And he has a life for you that produces fruit, produces Mm -hmm. life, and um, produces all things that are good. Yeah. So, but I mean, I I think wrapping up right here, back to sort of the original question of kind of just where do we, where do we as Christians kind of take our place within it all? And I love the old saying when, when given the choice between being right and being kind, be kind. Yeah. And that's going to speak way more volumes than than any kind of information you could have given or biblical truth. Be kind. Be kind. And how dare you ever give your opinion if you're not asked? Don't ever give your opinion about someone else's life unless you are asked by them of your opinion. We run a ministry called Crave. It is a nonprofit organization that reaches the youth of the world. And we present the gospel of Jesus at the end of this huge rave-like party. And I would say a third of the, the crowd that comes to Crave are a part of the LGBTQ. Um, and we have a lot of people that are part of that community in our world. We love them. Some of them are our friends. Uh, and I would never ever belittle them, make them feel ashamed or feel guilty or or shameful. I would never pinpoint anything about their life unless they asked me, unless they, they let me in. Um, you can't be, uh, withdrawing something when you have no money in. Okay. So love, love them, love them, love them, love them. Be kind. And then if they say, hey, like, what do, what do you feel about this? What's the, what do you think the Bible says about this? What do you think God says about this? And even sometimes then, like, the Holy Spirit will, will tell me, no, you know, say this, don't say that. Um, I think for one, if you're a Christian and you are asked that question and your sentence starts out with, well, in my opinion, uh, you're, you're already off to a bad start. There is biblical truth and specific word that God has already given. And that's the only word that we need to give. Uh, our opinions on the matter don't have a place. Don't, don't put your opinions in God's mouth. If you want to find out the truth, open your Bible. If you're that Christian wanting to correct people, open your Bible again and realize that first off, that's not even your job. Uh, we are here to love people. We are here to help one another. Why do? Why are we helping one another? Because we need help too. It, we're not here as Christians to just help. We're here to help one another. So yes. we're all here just trying to do life as good as we can and, uh, you know, get by and enjoy it while we're doing it. Yeah, my dog is knocked out. He looks like he's dead. Anyways, uh, hope you weren't too offended by that. Um, DM me, cuss me out if you want. Uh, I will love you through all of it. I love you. I love you no matter what stage of life you're in. What else we got? Second topic is toxic relationships. Oh, this is something I've been through quite a bit. Josh? (laughs) 
What else we got? Daddy issues? Yeah, daddy issues and toxic relationships. Hmm. Which probably, if you have daddy issues, you're probably toxic. <sighs> yeah. Daddy issues uh, mostly happen with girls. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I mean, men probably have daddy issues too. <laughs> I know some guys who have some mommy issues, but it's like a different kind of issue. I feel like when girls say that they have daddy issues, and probably most girls aren't actually going to admit that they have daddy issues. The guy they dated, you're probably going to say they have daddy issues. <laughs> um, when girls say, and correct me if I'm wrong, I have daddy issues, typically, and you know, saying it broadly, that breaks down to they sort of had an absent father or never really got from their father what they wish they had. And they were sort of seeking that man role in their life in a partner without, you know, sexual attraction. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like daddy issues are really weird. Well, that's because you're a a guy, but us girls know that we really do need a dad. We need a father in our life. I mean, of course men do as well, but girls have a sweet spot for their dads. Um, And they, oh, oh, I'll say this. So I feel like Satan, Lucifer, the enemy. I always say whatever you want to call him. But um, he wants to taint and steal the role of the man and the role of the woman so badly because it's a picture of God, which goes back to what we were talking about a while ago as well. But he wants to steal uh, your father figure, your mother figure as well. Um, but I feel like he's uh, Satan has done a pretty good job at canceling out our dads in the past I don't know, 40, 50 years, he um, has stolen a lot of our dads. And I know that a lot of you girls listening right now, your dad sucked. He sucked. He cheated on your mother. He neglected you. He left you. He called you names. Um, and, And you didn't have that fatherly figure like God intended for you to have. The enemy stole that from you. Hell stole that from you. Sin stole that from you. Um, God had nothing to do with it. Yeah, and, and here's the truth. What, you know, if you're listening and that's you, what you're looking for can actually only be found in God. Even if you do have a, or did have a great father, that kind of security in your life, in your soul, in your heart can truly only be completely fulfilled by what God can give us. And you know why? Because from God, we find our identity. Mm-hmm. And the enemy wants us to think that we only find our identity in our earthly father, our name. You know, my last name is Rich because my dad's last name is Rich. I get my identity from him, who I am. And he's a pastor of a church. I've been a pastor's kid my whole life. You know, here on earth, we get our identities from our dad. We get our name from our dad. Um, You know, whatever he does as a profession, we kind of carry that on our backs. Uh, If he's a bad dude, we carry that around. Um, But if you don't have, if you have a toxic father, the enemy will want to put that on your back and he'll want to make you carry that Mm -hmm. for all of your life. But the yeah. truth is your your true identity comes from God. 
Yeah, and then I think the other side of the the topic would be, you know, what we're talking about right now is trying to find. And then the other side would be when a, when a girl is trying to pursue a relationship with a man, they're hurt by father issues and they're trying to avoid it within the man. And that's probably going to be causing a lot of issues in your relationship as well because you've been hurt in a, a father-daughter relationship and then you have sort of projected that pain onto every man because you see your father's mistakes, the hurt that your father instilled in your heart in every man that you meet. And you think, well, that guy's just going to leave me like my dad did. That guy's going to hurt me just like my dad hurt my mom or, you know, and the list goes on. And then I think that's a a whole other set of daddy issues. We've got to rely on the Holy Spirit to show us where those insecurities lie. And and allow God to heal us. I I don't think that we can walk into a relationship and make make it successful when our heart is still broken. I think we're walking into it. And that's, you know, talking about toxic relationships, well, there's your, there's your starter pack right there. Trying to find, trying to heal your heart within the heart of someone else. Our heart can only be healed in God's heart, in God's hands. If we're, if we're walking with a broken heart, handing it over to somebody else saying, please fix this. You can't, so they can't do that. Um, because they're not perfect. And that's the problem. When you're looking for something perfect within an imperfect person, someone who is incapable of being perfect, they're always going to let you down. People will always let you down, not because they're bad people. You don't get let down only by bad people. We're let down by everyone at some point because we're all imperfect So we can't depend on people to heal and uh, take what only God can heal, what only God can take. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So daddy issues, um, it's a pretty simple topic and it's, it's, man, it might be very difficult to heal from though, but you have to start with knowing that God is your father. And sin probably stole your father, your earthly father, if he's absent. Sin did that. God did not do that. But God wants to heal every part of your heart that is broken from your earthly father. And real quick, I just want to say, Jesus, heal those hearts that are broken. God, it is hurtful when parents do us wrong. There may not be hardly anything more hurtful. Then when our own flesh and blood ignore us, leave us, don't want us, lie to us, God, I ask that you heal the hearts of those that have experienced this kind of pain in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, so going into toxic Toxic relationships. Manipulative people. Well, I think we're, you know, we're hitting one thing already. Narcissists. You're going to go into a toxic relationship if you're still heartbroken. Um, yeah, shoot, man. I, okay. So this is, this is what I want to do. I want to talk about some actual, like 
signs to look for and not just like have conversations. Red flags. Red flags. Um, so people will not get trapped in toxic relationships. This is something I've made the mistake of making, not listening to my friends or just like people in general. When everyone is saying something and I'm talking negative about the person you're with <laughs> and you're constantly coming up with excuses people for People you love, people you trust. Yeah. Then there's something wrong. Yeah. Like if like everyone's just kind of picking up this vibe and you're like, no, you don't know them like that. You don't know them like I do. No, that's probably the truth. But I think when we're so close, so imagine yourself right up your nose touching a picture. If you actually do this, you're going to realize you can't see the picture. You can a little bit, but it's really blurry. That's why the people around you can sometimes see a clearer picture than you can. Because they're farther away. I mean, love truly is blind. So what's, a, what's another red flag? Um, to me... I mean, just simple things you can look for. Being jealous over stupid stuff. Yeah, that's like the obvious. Being like, controlling. And, um, if, and if you enjoy the jealousy, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> that That's showing yeah, some insecurity girls, quit in you. being so crazy. Quit liking these crazy dudes. Um, you like drama? Good luck with that, girl. You're not getting married anytime soon. Let it go. Uh, find out why in the world you're so attracted to the games, attracted to the drama, attracted to the toxicity. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> another one, and I, I'm guilty of it. Uh, I mean, guilt, guilt isn't the right word, but I've done it myself. Relationships where you're on and off again often, that's probably signs of toxic. I mean, toxic, I don't like the word toxic. I don't use it myself. I, do. I think it's an annoying word. I use it. Yeah. Girls use it. I don't like it. I don't like the word toxic, but yeah, like the on and off relationships, like you've broken up six times and you're thinking yeah. this time's going to work. Toxic. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. I have been attracted to a lot of to toxic dudes um, mm, I mm. and it's, I, I like the bad boy type or I have in the past. I mean, I still do. I still like bad boys, but just, that just doesn't go away. Um, I'm working on it, but, uh, why do I like bad boys? Uh, I think my personality is really, really strong. And, um, I like somebody that's going to kind of put me in my place and, uh, not let me be mean or uh, anyways. Yeah, I mean, those are good attributes that can just be uh, I like a, used. I like a strong in, man. Yeah, they can just be used as weapons rather than, you know, yeah. good things. Uh, what was I going to say? We're having oh, to hurry. Some, some girls, and I'm speaking as a male on the other side, uh, love a fixer-upper. They love a guy that they can fix up. Yeah, not and, me. And then... Three months down the line, they're like, I don't know where it went wrong. Like, dude, you picked You knew a mess. he was crazy from the get-go, girl. You knew. And Guys do that, too. They like fixer-uppers. Like, and it's not always like... They'll have a great girl in their life. It's not that they're crazy. Even. And they're going for the crazy girl. They, they enjoy someone that they can feel confident with. Like, oh, I'm so strong for them. I like that. Yeah, I can be strong for them. That actually means you're really insecure extremely insecure you need a, you need validation mm. in knowing that you're better than the other person that's yeah. horrible that's actually really bad so quit that um uh oh toxic what's some more red flags 
I mean, obviously, if he's trying to get in your pants right away, he's probably a sex addict watching porn and having sex with all kinds of people. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the toxic thing was you're not going to find toxic relationships within a week of knowing someone. So we're probably talking to people who are in a relationship now. It's been a while. I can find toxic dudes right away. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Especially if you use dating apps. Josh is like, I have no clue. Josh has dated some, dated some toxic girls. Yeah. Some crazy girls. <laughs> crazy. I mean, we're, we're all, no one is going to be perfect. I think people turn crazy when you're just really badly suited for one another. Yeah, you may just simply not be right for one another. Like there was a girl and we had what ended up being a crazy relationship. She's not really a crazy person, um, but I think we were just sort of crazy trying to make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you would have some more comments there. No, that's true. Yeah, like, you know, let's let's give ourselves some grace. Um, you don't have to, like, deem the other person as horrible just because it's not working out great. Um, just call it, was it, call it what it is and say, hey, like, we are not, we're just not meant for each other. This is just not working out. And right. then admit that to yourself. And it's really difficult. It's super hard there to let be, go. There will be someone else. There are plenty of fish in the sea. I know I say that all the time. But it's so true. So we only have a minute and 20 seconds. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, we tried to hit your topics the best we could. We were actually really rushed. Those were some deep, deep, serious topics. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for for listening. Thank you, Josh, for being a part of this podcast. I'm sure you'll be a part of it a lot more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love you guys so much. Uh, let's, Josh. Actually, will you pray for the good girls? Yeah, let's pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, Father. We just we thank you, God, that you've already given us. Um, guidance that you've already given us affirmation of what we're looking for in your word that you sent us, that you've given us. So Lord, we just first say that we're going to do our part, that Father, we we want to listen. We open up our ears. We open up our eyes to know what you have for us. And um, Lord, we just, I want to speak to everyone listening to say again, you're not alone. Um, Loneliness, it's real. Uh, Victoria and I, we're single. I'm doing it. Five seconds. We love you. In Jesus' name. This sucks. We love you, good girls. Amen. Bye.